0: Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am so grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. Welcome back. Where the hell do I even start? I feel like I forgot how to podcast. (laughs) This is my second time trying to record uh, in the last month. First recording, just wasn't happy with, you know? And we're gonna get into all that is that is my life and realizations and thoughts and things I need to get off my chest and things I want to say and just a place to find safety and comfort and peace and Hopefully you can join along and laugh and maybe or relate or resonate. I hope you feel comforted in any way listening to this. With that being said, hello, welcome back. I think I already said that. My name is Hannah and this is the Divine Power Podcast. I think we're on episode 18, 19, 19, I think. Yeah. And um, a lot has been going on in my life lately. Um, so I have just been so distant in terms of the podcast and social media. I've been here and there. I'm just not the best at it. Like, let's be real. And I still get messages from people and I adore all of you. Thank you for every last sweet thing that all of you guys say. Thank you for listening to me. Like, it still baffles me you know, that like people are (laughs) interested in what I have to say, but I really enjoy podcasting. It's really good on my mental health and it's a place that I can get everything off my chest and in doing so possibly help other people and I don't see any harm in that. So yeah, that's literally why I podcast. It's in my bio, like in an attempt to heal myself, I'm hoping I can, you know, heal others and sometimes might be a minor trauma, might be a major trauma. Who cares? Even if it's in the smallest way. Even if it makes somebody laugh for a minute of their day. Like, that's fucking awesome. I am kind of beating around the bush right now before I get into everything. So, I did record an episode already. It just never went out. So, I'm like trying to remember what you guys know and what you don't know. Because I remember that I had updated the podcast. But, Obviously, never posted it, so nobody ever heard it. So, let me give you a scenery update and like where I'm at right now, like my setup. So, I am sitting on the floor right now with my microphone and the laptop and my water on the edge of my platform bed. Long story short, my dad built me a platform bed like four or five years ago. We put it in storage the last year when he put it in storage a long time ago. And I had asked him if he could bring it over to my mom's house. hence my parents are separated, whatever. so now it's in, so now it's in my mom's house, and I fucking love this thing. It's like dark wood low to the ground. The dresser is just like um a pull out shelf underneath the bed. And it slides out and it's minimal space and anyway, I just love it. so it's perfect. It's like a little desk for me without having to put a desk in my room. I also have my protein pancakes next to me. Next to me, uh, They're so good. Let me give you guys the recipe real quick because it's going to change your life. They're so healthy and they're so good. I put protein powder in mine. You don't have to. I just recommend it because not only does it help satisfy you, but it tastes even better in my opinion. It tastes similar to like Kodiak cakes or those plant-powered pancakes or whatever. So you're going to take whatever serving you want. I kind of like eye it. I do about a serving of oats, a little bit of almond milk, one fourth tablespoon of baking powder. My sister originally showed me the recipe where it was half a banana, but I wanted to try applesauce because vegans tend to use applesauce instead of eggs in a lot of baking recipes. So the last two days I've been using applesauce instead of bananas. You can choose whatever you want. You can add protein powder if you like. And then what else do we put in it? I put cinnamon and a little bit of stevia in mine. You're going to blend that in a blender. You're going to pull out uh, a pot. Wait, what the fuck? Why can't I think of it? You're going to pull out a pan. I cannot believe I just said a pot. <laughs> um, and then I'm serious. Like After you blend it, it becomes batter. You don't want it to be too liquidy. And then you're just going to cook it on a low setting like you would regular pancakes. And I like putting like organic maple syrup on mine with some berries. It is delicious. And a little goes a long way. So I usually make leftovers, but I just thought you guys should try that out. Anyway, where was I? The setup? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the whole thing, I really don't want to talk about the whole thing with Air Force. Like, It is what it is. It didn't work out. Um, I was notified that my waiver was, I think he said terminated, and meaning that they did not want to handle my case. Like, they just don't want to deal with anybody who is possibly anaphylactic or has an allergy to nuts. Like, I don't know what it is with the military, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am relieved. (laughs) Like, I can do the things now that I wanted to do four years from now. I'm now applying at the job I've always wanted, or the company I've always wanted to work for, work my way up within. Um, I have an interview with them this Friday, and and I'm changing my diet, I'm changing my training, I'm just, so many different things are changing in my life because I'm not moving forward with the Air Force, and I'm actually taking steps in my life to fulfill a dream life that I've envisioned in my head for so long in terms of traveling or possibly buying a van, making content. I'm thinking about making fitness content because I used to be very frail, like very, very frail, and not because I was unintentional about it and I was just really bad. I did it intentionally. I tried my very best to be as small as possible. And at the time, I didn't realize it was subconscious of, oh, I don't want to take up space, I don't want to bother anybody, so let me be really small and isolate myself. And I've grown so much now to um, take up space, build my muscles, to eat, to allow myself to feel joy, to talk to others, to just be a fucking human being and enjoy the present moment and not beat myself up, you know? And... I wish I could tell you when the switch happened on why I chose to gain weight, why I chose to finally start nourishing myself, but I think I was just fucking sick and tired of being um, tired, literally. I was sick and tired of being tired. I was tired of being anemic. I was tired of not having my period for three years. I was tired of feeling sick. I was tired of feeling winded. I was... People think that when you're shredded, and you have abs, and you're really lean, and you're really small, that you're healthy. And no, that is not the truth. Not everybody is genetically built that way. Like, at all. Naturally, naturally, me, I might have a little bit of definition in my stomach, but naturally, I am big in the the ass department, in the leg department. And for so long I tried to remove that part of myself as crazy as that sounds and now I get told by people like people would pay for an ass like that. And like I'm not even kidding you guys. Three years ago I would have taken that as an insult. Because when people would say, Oh, you have like a fat ass or dumpy I dead ass used to take that as an insult. Because it to me in my mind that said fat when it's not. And I just really have had to change my perception around my relationship with food, my relationship with exercise, and my relationship with the gym in general. <sighs> A lot of the time, I used to show up for an idea of what I thought I wanted. And I thought I was going to get like really ripped and really muscular. And like, uh, I am muscular, but I'm not veiny and you know like everybody is genetically built differently and I used to hate I'll be real with you guys like this podcast to me needs to be an honest space where anybody feels free to just be and think what they normally think and not feel shut down and shut out so I really used to hate my body I really really did and do I struggle to this day yeah Yeah, definitely. Do I struggle to understand why I weigh 140, 145 pounds at my height? Yeah, like it's, you know, it's really scary because of programming from, you know, social media and media in general on what our bodies need to look like. I know things have changed a lot within the past five years, but when I was growing up, it was very... Victoria's Secret model-esque bodies that were pushed and programmed to be the prettiest of bodies. And so seeing myself over the past two years go from a hundred and what, 10 pounds, I'm naturally, naturally, I set at about 135. And so watching myself go from 135 to 110 when I was 16 years old, and watching myself get so small and becoming addicted to that image of myself and then now stepping on the scale and i'm 145 like i can when you're in recovery or if you have recovered or if you've ever dealt with eating disorder like um symptoms or mindset or anything of that sort in terms of you thinking you're too small and wanting to be bigger or you're too big and you want to be smaller and just all the time not being satisfied with yourself it is draining on the self. It it is unmotivating. It makes you not want to go anywhere. It makes you not want to do anything. It it, it gives you depression like symptoms. I'm not gonna lie. Like it does. But this time around when I stepped on the scale and I saw that Yeah, do I wanna cut back sometimes? But my weight and everybody's weight fluctuates ten pounds within the course of like a week you know what I'm saying like some days I'm not even lying to you I could be 150 probably and then other days I'm 140 like water weight everything stress tension just there are so many factors and yes is it important to pay attention to your weight at times and in terms of your overall health yeah of course but everybody knows that muscle weighs more than fat and I have so much more muscle I'm telling you I was looking at a photo of me two years ago my ass then compared to my ass now and my legs in general, my arms haven't grown too much and my waist and stomach are relatively the same. My waist is a little bit bigger. Of course I've gained weight. Um, but it's crazy. And you don't see the growth when you look at yourself every single day, like you get lost in it. And I think what I really, at the end of the day was trying to get at before I even started talking about anything is a lot of people on the internet, a lot of places on the internet, a lot of communities on the internet meet like make memes or make fun of people for speaking their truth, for being sensitive, for having emotional feelings, for wanting to talk about their adversity and whatever it is. I'm sure people would probably make fun of me for talking about my eating disorder or talking about feeling anxious on a day-to-day basis and constantly trying to cope with what feels existential, and that's fine, <laughs> like that's fine, I don't, I'm not going to belittle you for having your opinions, but the thing is though, is that I want you to know, whoever is listening to this right now, that that's not true, a lot of that is what inevitably everybody says, hurt people hurt people, and it's the fucking, it's is the utmost truth, it's hurt people hurt people. And sometimes people are not okay with being open or sensitive, and that's just how they were raised, that's just how they were programmed, who knows? But if you need a space to feel safe, a space to talk about things, it's okay to create that for yourself, hence why I created the podcast. There are times when my journal isn't enough, when I want to get my word out there, when I want to talk to people, when I can't just you know, go anywhere and just talk to someone about my problems without feeling like a waste of space, without feeling like they don't care. And so I'd rather find a community that collectively comes together over time than just vent and put my problems on to a bunch of people when in reality through talking about my problems I can create realizations and hopefully help other people. So I think what I'm just trying to get at here is like it's okay to be sensitive, it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be soft, <laughs> you know, like, and I get it. From time to time, put on that bad bitch attitude, be confident. What did my sisters say to me the other day, she goes, girl, you got a pussy stomp. I was like, what? the hell did you just say to me she goes go walk in that uh freeway section and go pussy stunt because I was being anxious because there were so many people and I was like I don't want to go over there too- <laughs> I don't want to go over there and she goes she looked at me she got so mad and she was like get just go <laughs> I was like what are you saying but that's just her generation but all in all what I'm trying to get at here is that while it's absolutely amazing to show up with confidence and love yourself and hold your head high, and your shoulders back, and you know, straighten your back, whatever. If you are denying yourself the right to just feel, just feel, just to cry, you don't need to be with anyone, you can do it alone, you can comfort yourself, and one thing that I think you should try before you go to bed tonight is imagine yourself hugging yourself when you were younger, whatever age, when you were really emotionally hurt. And for me, that was envisioning myself when I was, I'm not even lying, six, seven, eight, fixating on my body in the mirror, grabbing my leg fat, just being so obsessed with the way I looked and being obsessed with the vanity and not understanding why it mattered so much to me. And I can show up for that little girl now and I can hug her and tell her it's okay and it's not her fault that these things are pushed into her mind. And it's not her fault that her peers have the same outlook on life, hence why she was starting to mirror it. And I am not going to call anybody out that is, uh, what's the word, <laughs> that is parental, that is above me because it's not their fault as well. It's just in order to break the generational trauma, you have to take the first step. And if I were ever to have children, I don't ever, ever want my daughter or my son to doubt their worth based upon their body size, based upon the way that they are anatomically built, the way that their face is shaped the way that their hair looks, any of that shit. I want my kids to fully love life without ever thinking twice when looking in the mirror, without ever overanalyzing their appearance, without ever caring what other people around them think. And I'm sure that's inevitable, but not on any extreme as to what I was raised on. You know what I'm saying? The universe has been giving me a lot of fucking signs lately, a lot. And I tell this to people all the time, but it's like, don't you just like want to trust your gut, you know, sometimes my job that I have been working for the past two months now, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's not for me. And it was temporary before I joined the Air Force. That was the plan. And I finally had to sit down with myself and be like, are you joking me? <laughs> like, are you kidding yourself right now? Why are you gonna sit here and try to convince yourself that this is what makes you happy? That this is what you want when you know deep down that you need to apply for that position you've always wanted to apply for? Why haven't you done it? You afraid your life is gonna change? You are afraid you're gonna change? You're afraid your routine is going to get thrown off. You're afraid your plans and your expectations are going to get, yeah, like I had this honest ass conversation with myself. Uh, And we'll just say what I am right now. I was going to keep it disclosed, but I am a chiropractor's assistant and there's nothing wrong with that. If you are a chiropractor's assistant or you want to be a chiropractor's assistant or you want to be a chiropractor and you want to work in the medical field at a front desk, whatever. I tried it. Don't like it. Not for me. But the thing is, though, is why deny myself the right to pursue something that I've always wanted to pursue out of hurting the feelings of a company I barely know? The job is just not fulfilling. Like, that's all I have to say. Like, in like on every level possible, it's just not fulfilling. And I was allowed to be real with myself the other day, too. And I think a lot of people are this way is especially especially when you go into a spiritual journey when you go into a spiritual journey I think or if you've ever taken oh I can talk about this shit now if you've ever smoked THC if you've ever taken psychedelics or anything like that I'm not promoting them I'm just saying if you've ever done those sort of things you have thoughts realizations and deep rooted programming realizations that you're able to unravel um Where you understand and realize that the worth is not based upon the career. The worth is not based upon the income. The worth is not based upon the um, presentation that you have on social media. The worth is within the soul. The worth is within the present moment. The worth is within the relationships that you have with people and the love that you get to share with anybody and everybody, animals, humans, whatever. And so it's so hard for me to conform when I'm never going to fucking conform. Like, let's just put that out there. Obviously, the universe doesn't want me to conform. The universe did not let me join the military. The universe was doing everything and anything. You can, like, call me crazy for saying the universe, but whatever. Spirit was doing anything and everything to not let me join for some reason. I don't know why. It's just not part of my path. And I think intuitively i really did want to join like for sure but it had to happen so that i could finally accept to myself that i've been denying myself the life that i want to take because it's risky (laughs) it's risky to travel it's risky to not take a comfortable career it's risky to leave home it's risky to try to make a business online but it's doable it's been done by thousands of people so why not you why not? You know? Don't let imposter syndrome ruin your life. You're capable of more than you possibly know. It's just a matter of doing it. <laughs> the difference in the results is the matter of putting in the work. That's evident. That's I'm I'm literally speaking on my ass right now. <sighs> so, uh actually what I wanted to say was I went to Orlando. The reason I was out of work for 2 weeks was I went to Orlando Mm, around New Year's, and I had already gotten a couple days off from holiday, and then I got a whole other week off, (laughs) because I got an ulcer in my eye, who knows how, but I got an ulcer in my eye, and we thought it was pink eye, and I was like, guys, I know what fucking pink eye is, this is not pink eye, so I went to the eye doctor, he was like, yo, this shit's really serious. Um, give me one second. This is going to come full circle. He's like, this is really serious. You could lose your eyesight. And so had to take care of that. And then I woke up this morning and now my other eye was red and it felt the same, not as bad, but it felt the same as the other one before. And so I texted my boss. I was like, I don't want to come in. And, (laughs) uh, my eye is super red. And so I just am not at work today. Like I'm supposed to be working right now and I'm not working. And I can't tell you how relieving it is. It's not the essence of working in itself. It's knowing how much the job eats at my soul. It baffles me sometimes. Fucking baffles me when people tell me that they've worked at a company, a tiny little office for 10, 15, 20 years. Like my brain cannot process that. I have to be my own boss because like I just I can't do that I can't but at the same time you know what I'm saying just because I want to do it doesn't mean it's the right way it's just my way and everybody has their own path in life and everybody's going to take steps differently there is no right or wrong way in in terms of what path you take in life I think, yes, there are extremes of what you should not do in life in terms of being an asshole. Don't be an asshole. But uh, when it comes to college, when it comes to career, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to income, when it comes to where you want to live, all those things, everybody takes a different path in life. So don't compare yourself to somebody else. Try not to compare. I am not going to sit here and act like I don't compare. I do. (laughs) I do. Let's be real. I do. But do I work on it? Do I catch myself? Do I really try to be grateful for what I have right now and for who I am and for my mindset? Yeah, extremely grateful. (sighs) But I, for so long, for so long, I was kind of bullshitting myself on this podcast because I would, the reason that I really haven't been recording as much is because I feel like a hypocrite is I sit here and I preach all this good behavior and all these things. And yes, of course, I work out. And yes, of course, I do my yoga and I do practice gratitude. There are things that I don't do every day. I don't journal every day. I don't meditate every single day. I mean, yes, I have moments where I drop in and take deep breaths and, you know, get present. But in terms of having like long 10, 15, 20-minute meditation sessions, I don't do that every day. Absolutely not. You know, not the average person doesn't have time all the time to do those things. That's why I think incorporating things like meditation throughout your day whether you're in your car um in a parking lot or you're at your job or you're on a break or you're at home and like last night I had an anxiety talk and I took five like maybe 5 minutes not even to just stand there and take deep 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 belly breaths. And that was meditation for me, you know? And so I think it kind of changing your relationship with how you see spirituality makes it a lot easier. And so fitness is like a meditation for me. Um, it's very super present, utmost present. I am not thinking about anything else but the workout that I'm doing in that moment, running or walking. <laughs> I love the TikTok taking a walk, uh, taking a walk for my stupid mental health, or me taking a stupid walk for my stupid mental health because I relate. <laughs> sometimes you literally just gotta get your butt out the door put on your favorite podcast put on your favorite music and romanticize your life a little bit I don't think there's anything wrong with romanticizing your life I think it makes it kind of fun when you can view your life as like a movie or I don't know just not get so caught up in other people's unhealed traumas in life but at the same time not letting other people get caught up in your traumas and recognizing your traumas and working on them and healing them in the best way that you can and showing up for yourself regardless in any way possible, whether that's a face mask, whether that's a bath, whether that's you hug yourself, whether that's you journal, whether that's you make yourself a nice meal like these pancakes, mm, biggest form of self-love I've been doing for myself lately. I had them for dinner last night. I had protein pancakes for dinner. <laughs> I had them for breakfast two days ago. I had them for breakfast two days before that. I've been having them almost every single day. And it's, I just love taking care of myself. I I was driving to work the other day and I was like, dude, I really like hanging out with myself, as weird as that sounds. I struggle to socialize and especially since uh, covid so that's why the podcast really helps me articulate myself much better. So thank you guys for that. Thank you for listening to me. It it really is appreciated. I I do take it for granted, like the blessings that this podcast has given me. And not necessarily in a negative way, it's just I forget, you know, like how beneficial is this is for me to sit down and talk how beneficial it is for me to create a community and feel as if I'm making a positive impact in the world outside of my own life. I feel like I'm helping other people another in, in any way that I can. And um so yeah, I just I'm really looking forward to the future while still being extremely present in the now. And my relationship is getting stronger and my relationship with my family with certain people, is much stronger because we have kind of just let go of tension, you know? And just really making love the utmost important in my life. And I guess I know my value. This is what I'm trying to get out here. Like, I don't know if anybody else relates to this. It's just like I know truthfully and deep down, not me just trying to like, convince myself I know deep down that my importance does not lie in how much I work how many views I get how many likes I get how much money I make kind of car I drive the kind of clothes I wear the kind of things that I post like I just know like that's very um instant gratification-esque uh it's very fulfilling for the ego not for my soul not for who I truly am. And so I struggle to live in this world where that is how people find worth. That is how people find achievement. That is how people feel satisfied with themselves. And I don't. Working doesn't make me feel satisfied about myself. It makes my ego feel satisfied in the sense that I you know, made money or I made myself busy or quote-unquote productive, but it wasn't productive. It was just time consuming and busy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Productive for me is what I'm doing right now. I'm not making no fucking money. But I'm working on my mental health and possibly helping other people in return. And so, like, I just hung out with my sister like, what, 20, 30 minutes ago? And we were laughing and talking and eating pancakes together and things like that. Like, that is what matters to me. Or... Working out with a friend, like, that is what matters to me, or, I don't know, singing (laughs) alone in my room, or dancing alone in my room, or watching the sunset or the sunrise, just, like, that is what my soul knows matters above all else. And so, I laugh sometimes when people are like, what do you want to do with your life? (laughs) And I'm deadass. I'm like, I just want to be at peace. I just want to be happy. I just want to feel free and not bound to any conforming within society. And whether that, who knows? I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm not going to plan my life right now. Who knows what that means for me? Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm definitely getting the ban. I might, I might not. Who knows? Every day unfolds so differently I thought for a whole year that I was going to join the military. And then poof, in two minutes, got told that waiver was denied. My whole life changed in two minutes. <laughs> my whole plans for my future changed in two minutes. And so now I'm stuck in this what the fuck do I do state where anxiety is trying to eat at me and I have to really prioritize the present moment and loving myself inevitably because if I don't, then I'm going to wallow in the anxiety and I'm going to end up hurting myself and not bettering myself and not taking steps to walk the path that I've always dreamed of walking. And whether that means buying my tiny house young or old, starting my garden young or old, or starting a business online or creating a fitness account or YouTube account, whatever it may be, taking it step by step. And not rushing anything. And I get told by this from not only the universe when it comes to music, or when it comes to a TV show, or when it comes to uh, elders in my life. What they always tell me is, don't rush. Because it's going to work out as it should inevitably. Obviously you need to put in the work and put in steps and have the manifestation mindset of what you want out of life. But when it comes to the process, don't rush it. Because when you start rushing it, you forget the now. And then poof, 10 years later, yeah, you're at your dream job. uh, And you have your dream income and your dream car and whatever it may be. But all those dinners, all those holidays, um, all those birthdays, I don't know what I'm saying here. You know what I'm getting at, Um, all those song releases, um, all those new foods that you were trying, uh, the beautiful weather that happened the other day, you missed it because you were so focused on something that may or may not happen. You had an expectation. And so that is our downfall as a society is clinging on to this idea of what our future is going to look like and then. Telling ourselves we're only going to be happy until we get there, and <laughs> I told myself I billions of times that when I reach a certain, you know, I've said this before, when I reach a certain weight, when I make a certain amount of money, when I have friends, when I live a certain in a certain place or have a certain job, that that's what's going to make me happy, and I know it's not the case, even if this interview. For the company I've always wanted to work for works out this Friday and I start working for them. I know that that's not going to guarantee my happiness. I've accepted that. But it is what I want to do. Is Yeah, are moments at the job going to make me happy? Yeah, of course. But are moments at the job going to make me frustrated, annoyed? Am I going to be tired some days? Am I not going to want to work some days? Yeah, of course. But, when it comes to intuition and what my soul is telling me to move forward with, I'm taking that path. But I have realized that the happiness is not found there. The happiness is found now here, <laughs> and what you're doing right now, like listening to this podcast, and if you're in the car, um, I don't know if it's raining or whatever it is outside, just who did who said this? She's a beautiful um i, I forgot her name. She's this beautiful art science designer. And she was originally, uh, she went to architect school and then she became a doctor. And then she went back to being an architect. And now she's an MIT. Um, but she quoted, I think she said it was Albert Einstein. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But he said, you can either look at everything as a miracle or nothing as a miracle. And there are two perspectives on life. Is that... Your reality is not changing, it's the way that you perceive it. And I know we hear that all the fucking time. <laughs> of course. I'm not saying, like, oh, everything's rainbows and butterflies and sunshine. The world is an open playground for me to make mistakes, fail, and then succeed. The world is a place that I get to curate my dream life, kind of like you're the main character in a movie. And is it gonna be hard? Are you going to fail sometimes? Are you going to struggle? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But denying yourself the right to live the life you've always wanted to live hurts your soul, dude. (laughs) If you want to fucking run away and live off the grid, go do it. Find a way. There is a way. And what I mean by don't rush is don't expect yourself to be there now. Yeah, kinda keep your head looking forward towards it, but taking it day by day with the steps that come to achieve that goal and finding happiness within the steps that you're moving forward with it, you know? And finding happiness within the steps to move forward. <sighs> I don't I don't know. I think I said everything I need to say. Uh I'm gonna stretch a little bit, do some yoga, kinda ground myself. And then me, my sister, and my boyfriend are all going... You know what I need to say? That was really grammatically incorrect, so sorry for that. My sister, my boyfriend, and I are all going to the gym because the gym was so busy last night. It is that time of year, my friends, where everybody makes the New Year's resolutions to show up to the gym, and I'm so happy about it. But as a gym rat, it sucks because the gym is fucking packed. And there's no machines open. We had to leave, like, because it was so busy, there was nothing to do. I squatted, used the platform, did a couple other things, and we had to go. So we're doing all of our accessory work today early so we can can get there when it's empty. Uh, With that being said, I am very grateful for you guys. I feel like there was so much that I wanted to say and I didn't get to say it. There were two main things that I really wanted to just, like, I wanted you to get out of this podcast episode is that being soft, being sensitive, uh, crying or having anxiety or depression or saying what you need to say or speaking a boundary, whatever it may be, being sensual, it's okay. There's a space for that. And if people don't accept accept you where you're at or where you are, whether it's online or in your own community, there are people who will. And I accept you in my space. You're accepted to feel however it is that you need to feel. I don't give a shit if anybody wants to call that dramatic or uh, soft or what, or sensitive, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. You're safe here. There's no judgment, no opinion. And also the other thing I wanted to get at is that uh, if you feel as if you know your happiness is never going to be from the conforming within society, or the programming, or the, uh, what does TikTok say? Material girl. (laughs) That shit. If you know that that's not what's gonna make you happy, it's okay. Like, me too, girl. Me too. Uh, there are other ways to live your life. There are ways to find happiness outside of a career, an income, whatever. There are ways to be happy now, even if it's not where you want to be at. And I think that's a beautiful thing that every human should know (laughs) and be told day in and day out is you are still enough regardless if you've met your certain goal or not. I love you guys indefinitely, always. And I will show up for you as much as I can. I'm going to edit this podcast right now and try to post it. I'm so, so sorry for not being here. I'm trying my best. There's just a lot of shit going on in my life right now. A lot. And I cannot wait to produce the content that I want to produce just in due time and also understanding that I'm not any more or less of a person for producing content or not producing content. Um, So just know that you are safe here. You are always safe here. Feel free to reach out to me at hannah.horn, H-A-N-N-A-H dot H-O-R-N on Instagram. Feel free to follow me, DM me, whatever you want to do. And it will also be in the description of this podcast episode. Uh, All my love, sending you all my love. And before I go, please picture a white, loving light surrounding you and um, spreading out to all the people around you as well. Uh, see you in the next episode. Peace.